My name is John Musgrave, and uh, I serve as what we call the church health director in the network. And uh, I tell people, when you figure out what that is, please let me know, uh, because uh, it, it really encompasses a lot of different roles. And um, for purposes here today, um, we have adopted Ohio for Jesus as our 10-year plan uh, for the, uh, the, the 20 to, to 30. And under my driver, Church Health, uh, there are three things that lead us to our goal. Our goal being that we want to see 250,000 disciples raised up in the next 10 years. And uh, that's a very lofty goal. And uh, I was in a group yesterday, and when I hear that, there are two words that come to mind. Number one is impossible. I mean, you think about it, it's like, well, we, that's impossible. But then another word comes to mind that doable. It's doable. Why do I say it's almost like I'm saying two things, but, but I really believe as, as we look at some things today, and particularly Go 2020, if we can mobilize the church to be more of what I would call the New Testament church, those impossible goals, impossible visions become very possible. Uh, the idea that Pastor John is going to do it in his church by himself, that's impossible. The idea that any one of you as a leader is going to do that by yourself in your church, that's impossible. But if we can mobilize the entire church, I think they become very doable goals. So with that, you know, under our driver, uh, the first would be we want to motivate a group of people to seek and be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And uh, I know what your church culture looks like, uh, but, uh, you know, I grew up in a church uh, that the Holy Spirit was like a given. You're saved, you're baptized, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. That, it was almost like a given that that, that took place. Uh, and we want to kind of recapture that culture that a New Testament church, people are seeking and being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. So in that regard, we've, we've looked for some tools, some resources that would enable us to help some of our local churches uh, to be able to become more that church where people are being filled with the Holy Spirit on a more regular basis. The second part of our goal, or in our in my driver, is that, that we would share and invite. That we would share and invite. And we don't mean just share and invite and come to church, but that we would share our story, our testimony. We would share his story, Jesus' story, with friends and family members and co-workers and neighbors and invite them to receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And so we, you know, we've been talking about those goals or those, those everies, as we've called them. And so as we've been doing that over the last year or two, there's been some resources that have come into play that uh, we feel like those will help our churches to accomplish one of those everies, or at least facilitate one of those everies. And that's where Go 2020 comes in place. And uh, I've got some handouts, and I'd love for you to uh, just take one and pass it around and so forth. And uh, I'll start them here, and you guys just uh, pass those around as well. But Go 2020 is actual, actually a global initiative. It's a global initiative, 
And the idea is that in the month of May, May of 2020, we want to mobilize the church that everyone in your church would share their faith with five other people. Share their faith with five other people. The goal being that that a billion people can be reached globally during the month of May. Now, again, that sounds like, whoa, that's out there. But think about a moment. But if we can mobilize 100 million believers to pray and to share the gospel during 2020, May 2020, we could see a phenomenal amount of people come to Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but in our setting, and when I say our setting, I, I pastor in Bell Fountain, Ohio right now, and uh, I'm full-time with the network and part-time with the church, uh, but uh, we're always looking for ways to encourage our people to invite their friends to the house of God. We're always looking for ways. I want to lower that proverbial bar so that they feel more comfortable inviting people to church and share their faith. So it's not uncommon for us up to this point. We're doing it right now for Easter. Uh, I I put together some cards about uh, six weeks ago. And I encourage them, we've got a thematic for Easter and so forth, but I encourage them, I want you to pray for five people, and I want you to begin praying for them eight weeks out from Easter. Okay, so they begin, they list three to five people, and they pray, Lord Jesus, I pray for my neighbor, I pray for my coworker, so forth. And then about six weeks away from Easter, we begin to encourage them to do an act of kindness for those people. So I've been praying for my coworker, and I know that she likes the sugar-free vanilla latte from McDonald's. And so on my way in, I picked that up, and I put it on the desk. I said, I know you like this particular cup of coffee, and I just want man, appreciate your work. Appreciate, just great that you work beside me here at this place, whatever it looks like. I got an elderly neighbor that, you know, she has trouble getting her sidewalk cleaned off from the snow we get. Uh, I just go up the road, hey, I want to help you clean that off. I'm just doing an act of kindness for them. And then about two weeks before Easter, we just basically say, begin to invite them to church. Now, I don't know about you, but I tell our people this. There are people that will go to church on Easter that don't go any other time of the year. They're going to go somewhere. Why not come to our church? Why not come to our So we try to create a culture in our church. I know many other churches do similar things where people just are inviting people to church. So on Easter Sunday, you know, we will probably have about Um, You know, our average right now is about 80. Uh, So we'll probably have about 130, 140 for Easter. And probably half of those guests will be a byproduct of the cards, the prayers, the acts of kindness. And then we've got to do our diligence on the other side, following up with those people, okay? But so Go 2020 is really a very similar thing. And you'll notice these right here. And uh, um, these are a a template. Uh, We would recommend that a church might... Uh, put these on a card stock or something like that, and maybe a couple weeks before May 1st, maybe the Sunday after Easter, just just print these out, hand them out to your church people, and say, hey, would you just list five people on this card? Not that you just want to invite to church, but that you pray, God, help me to share my faith with that person. And let's be honest about how many of you in this room here with a dozen people How many of you have five people that today, man, I wish they knew Jesus? Okay, how many of you have five people that you could say, man, 
I wish somebody would share faith with that person, okay? So I don't think it's too hard for anyone to list five people, co-worker, a neighbor, a family member. Could you put them on this card? And during the month of May, I want you to pray over this card on a daily basis and look for opportunities to share your faith. And then you're just going to remind them of that throughout the month of May. And somebody comes in the second week of May and says, Hey, Pastor John, I shared my story this week, and, and they said that prayer, and they came to Jesus. Well, then maybe that Sunday you say to them, Hey, would you mind sharing that today? Would you mind? Can I interview you during the service today? And I bring you up and say, Hey, why don't you, where do you work? And who? Oh, yeah, I shared it. I was really nervous. I was scared. You know, I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I got to pray with them. And, and they accepted Jesus this last Tuesday at my workplace. Well, then immediately, what goes out to that congregation? Well, they can do it. I can do it too. You understand what I'm saying? All we're trying to do is take one month, May 2020, and really focus our churches towards evangelism. Now, again, I don't know about you, but one of the reasons I hesitate to share my faith is fear. Now, there's a lot of other things I can put down by that. You know, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear I'll say the wrong thing, you know, fear I'll stumble over my words. You know, there, there's all those things I can put there. But basically, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. So we need to make it a little bit easier for those people. But go 2020, and again, I, uh, you know, you'll notice on the front of the page, right up here, is a web page. Okay? What I've printed here is basically just physical representation of some of the resources that are available on the web page. There's videos, there's Bible studies, there's teaching series and so forth. And so you could go to that web page and you could download a lot of tools. So maybe middle of April, you might show a three-minute video from Superintendent Doug Clay about Go 2020 because this is a national, our, our entire uh, general council has embraced this as something we want to do throughout the entire nation. There's videos by Reinhard Bonnke and different ones like that. They're just little blurbs of encouraging people to share their faith and get involved in Go 2020. There's sermon outlines for preachers that maybe want to just glean something and say, hey, I'd really like to preach a couple sermons on evangelism. Well, there's sermon outlines that you could download. You could take bits and parcels of those or even take the whole thing and you could preach a couple messages. Hey, as we get ready for Go 2020, you know, just share what the Word of God says about evangelism. Share what the Word of God says. Uh, there's a Bible study that you can download, basically empowered to share. It's an eight-week Bible study, so probably a little late now if you're going to do it eight weeks. But I know at our church, because I was aware of it, we began that Bible study this last Wednesday. And we're going to teach that Bible study on Wednesday evenings up until May. And basically, I had probably a half a dozen people there Wednesday evening that normally don't come to Wednesday evening because we want to put some tools in their hands on how to share your faith. You know, what's sharing your faith? What's it look like? And so forth. And uh, there's just a lot of resources here that will allow you. Now, I want to go to this page right beside the little handouts there. And there's different ways a church can get involved. And, you know, it's this is designed this way, okay? It's designed this way. But... You know, let's say that minimal involvement. Well, you might put some bulletin inserts in your bulletin and just announce it. Just say, hey, we want to participate in Go 2020. 
Uh, our national general council is doing it. Our state's doing it. But we as a local church want to do it. There's a bulletin insert, and here's basically what it's about. You might put, print some of those bookmarks, make them available to your church people uh, a week or two before. May. Hey, in your bulletin, or the ushers gave you a bookmark. Very low-level involvement. Praise God for that. That's awesome. You might choose the next, number two, the, the next level. You might show a couple videos. You might do a couple of the sermon videos. Uh, and by that I mean you might show them on, on an alternative time, like a Wednesday night or a Sunday school class or something by that. Some excellent sermon videos there. Uh, again, just to try to inspire your people to, to share their faith and, and to get involved in, in that concept of being an evangelist. And then you might download and use sermon outlines. You know, you might use some of the outlines. You might, you might do a series on evangelism from Easter time to May or even into May. And there's several there. What is the gospel? Empowered to share, stained by the gospel, led by love, faith for the five, part one, faith for the five, part two, cultivating conversation, Here's my story and so forth. You might mobilize your congregation, do some special outreaches during the month of May. And again, I can only speak for Logan County, uh, where we're at. Uh, we had a meeting at our church last night. And we. this is not just Assembly of God. This is many fellowships, many denominations are participating. So we probably had about a half a dozen churches in our building last night. And we're planning strategic outreaches throughout the month of May for Go 2020. Okay, so the first day of May is Friday, May the 1st. We're having a, a, a community service that night. Then May 2nd, we're going to be doing street evangelism throughout Logan County. Okay, and then uh, this, the third week of May, 14th, 15th, we're do the same thing. Okay, we're going to do an evening Friday service, celebration service, praise and worship, and then Saturday, we're going to do street evangelism uh, throughout, you know, the, the area there. And then Pentecost Sunday, which is May 31st this year, okay, and we many times in our circle emphasize the initial physical evidence, and we need to do that, okay, I'm not, you know, but on that Sunday night, we're going to focus on the ongoing evidence, which is you shall be witnesses unto me, and we're going to have a community-wide baptismal service that night, so anyone that made a decision for Christ through our single efforts, Bell Fountain First Family, or our community efforts, the outreaches, we're going to give them an opportunity to be baptized in a public setting that, that um, Sunday night, the 31st. And we're going to celebrate Pentecost. You shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the other world. I say that as an example, but we would encourage you on the level four, is there an outreach your church could do? You know, maybe there's something you're already doing. You can just, hey, let's do one of those in May. You know, maybe you're already doing some things. Well, let's do a couple extras of those in May. You know, whatever that might look like. And again, uh, you might have a benevolence ministry where you feed the poor. And we want to do that this month. But during that outreach, we really want to emphasize sharing the gospel. Okay, you might have an outreach to a homeless shelter, something like that. We want to do that, but this month, we don't want to just do the norm. We want to really focus on sharing our story, sharing our, we want to see people come to Jesus during that outreach. So we're just saying in the month of May, let's elevate evangelism. Let's elevate sharing the story. And again, if we could get right now 285 churches in Ohio, average attendance, you know, probably in that 70, 80 range, 
Can you imagine 285 times 70 times 5, how many people would come to Jesus during the month of May? That's a phenomenal digit. And again, impossible, probably, but doable? Yeah. So Pastor John, Bell Fountain, can I get 80 people to list five people? 80 times five. I'm not a math major, but I think that's 400. Okay? So let's say that 80 people come to Jesus. That's a whole lot more than normally come to Jesus in a month, at least in, our, in my circle. Now, maybe you have a whole different math in your, your church, but if I could get everybody in my church to pray for five, to share their story with five, and see one of the five make a decision for Jesus, I would be doing a Pentecostal two-step on May 31st. I don't know about you, but I would be. And all we're saying through God, what if we unified that effort? What if every church in Ohio, five people, and then the last would be schedule an evangelist. Bring someone in special, and again, maybe your church has done that in the past. Well, let's call someone. Hey, are you open the third week of May? Could you come in and do some evangelistic services for us? And all we're saying is let's, let's focus this one month, May 2020, and let's encourage, let's challenge, but let's expect our people to be a little more evangelistic. Let's expect them to be a little more open to sharing their faith, sharing their story with the goal that some people would make decisions for Jesus. And we'd have reason to celebrate at the post end of May to allow them to do that. And uh, we feel like, again, for us, as we were looking at this, it fits so much in that second every for us, share and invite. Well, this is a great tool. How do we move that into Ohio and uh, at the instructions of our general superintendent, Doug Clay, we've got a lot of our networks that are participating in this, but we're trying to lead you to the website, download the vehicles, the avenues, the resources that are applicable to you. There's a lot of them there. This is just a small sampling of those resources. And maybe preach a sermon, maybe show a video, maybe do a Bible study, but most importantly, encourage and challenge your people to list five people, keep that card with them, pray for them, and Lord, give me an opportunity to share my story with that group of people. And for us anyway, we feel like it has a great potential to see many people come to Jesus during the month of May. Now, on a side note, uh, we already have uh, the concept, the idea, there's going to be a Go 2021, there's going to be a Go 2022, uh, we've been tasked with being a part of that task force, and I've been on several Zoom calls the last few weeks, and this is going to be, yes, this year, but there's already talk, and because it really fits with Ohio for Jesus, and, and, and for me, I don't know about you, but what if, again, 80 people, well, what if five of my people got excited in May to where they kept doing it in June? I don't know about you, that's what I want more than anything. I just want to provide some vehicles that make it a little more comfortable for my people, i.e. my congregation, to feel a little more comfortable sharing their story, sharing their faith. So if this motivates a larger group, but I'm able to sustain even a smaller group forward, to me that's a win. Because it's not about May 2020. 
it's not about go 2020. It's about giving my people some vehicles where, man, I can do this. I don't have to be afraid of this. I, I don't have to be weary. I, there's people that I love that need Jesus. And if I can elevate that motivation to the point where they overcome some of their fears, some of their misgivings, to me, that's the bigger win for this. And so, yeah, it is a go 2020. Yes, it is focusing one month, the month of May in 2020. But more importantly, I want as a pastor for people to get a little more comfortable just talking about Jesus, sharing Jesus. And if I can do that, if we can do that, we can begin a momentum going forward where more of our people are just sharing Jesus in a more natural way. And it doesn't have to be clunky. doesn't have to be awkward. They're just beginning to be more open to that. So uh, uh, any, any questions? Come on, somebody ask a question. The, the resource page, the web page, they have a list. There's a list of, list of evangelisms there, evangelists there. And, um, you know, I, there's probably eight or ten on that list that would, uh, and they're very much aware of this. The other thing would be I'm sure that if you contacted one of them and they were booked, they would be able to give you, hey, try this gentleman, let's try this one, you know, so, yep. And I know in some of our churches that's a little bit, I'll call it old school, but for me, again, even if I had someone in Sunday morning and Sunday night and just pushed it a little bit, to me that would, could be a win. The idea of a Sunday through Wednesday, or that's probably not as, you know, but even a Sunday morning, Sunday night, that could really motivate some people, you know, and cause them to invite people. Exactly, exactly, yep. So, anyone else? It does. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and again, I we were in a meeting last night. We were here in Columbus all day yesterday, and then we drove back to the church. But uh, we've partnered with Revive Ohio in Logan County. Now, again, Revive Ohio has not made it to the eastern part of our state, but Revive Ohio is a group out of Texas, and. Um, we had them in Logan County two years ago, uh, and they, if, if 20 churches in a community or in a county unify and invite them in, they will come in and uh, they'll do Revive in your area, okay? So we had Revive Ohio come in two years ago, and we probably had about 23 or 24 churches that unified together. We had Church of God out of Anderson, T Tennessee, uh, in, in Indiana. We had Baptists. We had Methodists. Uh, we had Assembly of God. We had Nazarenes. And we just joined together. And what they do is they have a group of what they would call missionaries. And they come into a community. And they usually begin on Saturday. Okay? And so Saturday morning, they'll have a breakfast. And they'll do a training. And it's really evangelism explosion. For those of you that remember evangelism explosion, they literally have bracelets, okay, colored bracelets, and that goes through the Romans' road to salvation. So then you pray and you go out as a team, two, three, four as a team, and you just go into the community and you're just, Holy Spirit, lead me to people to share my faith. 
And so you might see somebody at, at a gas station, and as a group you go over, one's the spokesman, the rest are praying, and you just ask them, you know, how you doing today? Okay, you know, anything I pray with you about today? And I don't know about you, but I've had very few people refuse prayer. Now, it happens once in a while, but very few. And then, inevitably, you have prayer with them, and then you say, could I give you a gift? And you give them one of the bracelets. Okay? So they've got this bracelet. It's got color codes on it. And uh, you just ask them, do you have time for me to explain the bracelet to you? And you walk through the bracelet. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 10.9 and 10, and so forth. And... Uh, Basically, you know, all of sin comes short of the growth, wages of sin is death, gift of God, confess you in the mouth, believe in your heart, and then you say, w- w- would you like me to pray with you today? Would you like to say that prayer today? No, no, you know, I, I've been to really, I, no, no. okay, God bless you, you know. <laughs> One person, yeah, I, I really do, I want you, and, and I've been on those teams now, and it's amazing, it is amazing, you know, tears coming down people's eyes, you know, man, I'm so glad you stopped. You know, I needed someone. You know, you understand? You begin to discover some God appointment moving. Well, anyway, revive. You'll do that in the morning. Then you come back to the church for lunch and you celebrate. You know, did anybody lead someone to Christ this morning? You know, you have a testimony. You do the same thing Sunday, Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday, you disperse to your churches. You have your own separate services. Sunday night, you have a celebration service. And they do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Breakfast, evangelism. Lunch, evangelism. Monday night celebration service. Tuesday outreach, same thing. You do that through Wednesday. And each night that anybody wants to, you know, let's say you got saved on Monday, you would be asked, would you like to be baptized this week? So we had, at Logan County, we had two water baptismal services while that was going on and just celebrated what God did, okay? So anyway, uh, for us anyway, that joined our churches together it unified our church. We were no longer Baptist or Assembly of God or Nazarene. We were just sharing the message of Jesus. So when somebody would ask us on the street, what church you go to? Well, he's Baptist and he's Assembly of God and he's Nazarene. It's really not about which church. It's, it's about Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? So we partner with Revive. So Revive is helping us with our Go 2020 because they, they've, they've bought into this big time. Okay, so for us in Logan County, okay, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this because I'm like, I don't know how, but they've, they've, they've made this techno. Okay, so if you register in Logan County with Revive, they're going to send you a reminder every day. Share your faith at the gas station. Share your faith at Walmart. Share your, every day you're going to get a little nudge from them. Not did you, but just share your faith, you know. And they're asking you to share your faith every day with someone in the month of May. Okay? So they're, they're just nudging us in that regard. And then you can log in. And so I prayed with someone today. I prayed someone they, they needed healing. They've got a database. So, or I prayed with someone that they accepted Jesus today. So they've got a database for that. Okay? So, uh, you know, we're, we're partnering with because it's about souls. It's not about assembly of God. It's not about bad. It's about souls. And so we were there last night and just celebrating. And again, like I said, at the end of the month, we're going to have a celebration service. And there will be people in that house that night. And we'll probably have three, four hundred people in that particular building. And we'll all be celebrating one thing. Conversions. 
We won't be celebrating the Baptist, the Assemblies of God. We'll be celebrating, look at these 30 people that gave their heart to Jesus this month. Look at these 50, and we'll have that baptismal that month. And so we feel like these types of tools, it's like, I didn't know anything about Go 2020 six months ago. But it's like, we're planning this vision and trying, well, this fits so much with, as you said, just hand in glove. And this is what we're doing. So we're just looking for resources that we can move out to you, the local church, that can help you, in this case, get people to share and invite. Share and invite. So as we come across resources, we want to move them out. Some of them you'll say, man, that's great. I'm going to use that. Some of them might say, bad timing, won't work for us. We understand that. But we want to put as many resources as possible in front of you so that you can see people come to Jesus and make disciples for Christ. So... Um, any other questions or thought? I have one more thing I just want to put in front of you. Uh, any other questions? Brad, you got a question? You're using my question guy. Make one up. Third driver? Yeah, uh, it's actually church multiplication. Leadership development. <laughs> Leadership development, church health, church multiplication, and missions partnerships. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, on April 21st, uh, Bible engagement will be in Columbus, Ohio. Um, we would like to invite you, your pastor, uh, to be a part of this. Biblical literacy is at an all-time low in the world and in particular in the United States. And there was a time that our local churches had a lot of different vehicles that they were using to increase or to reinforce biblical literacy. Uh, Sunday schools, small groups, uh, sometimes electives, things like that. Uh, but in the day and age in which we live, because we are more uh, technologically, moving more in the technological area, uh, sometimes those tools are not as effective as they once were. So Bible engagement will be a, a technological resource that will allow a individuals to just study their Bibles in a more effective and efficient manner. Uh, most of us or some of us probably use version uh, in our daily devotions and so forth, which is a great tool. Uh, Bible engagement will be similar to you version, but will also have a second tier to it to where a pastor and or local church leaders will actually be able to tap into curriculums, Bible studies, and so forth, so that if I'm a part of Bible engagement, I might want to have a Bible study on evangelism. Well, that will be available for me, and I can download it, print it off, or people can join me by way of the app and just use their tablet, use their phone for that. So maybe I'm leading a small group, and hey, I want to, hey, what's Bible engagement have? Oh, this looks like an interesting study. We're going to use this one for the next eight weeks. And I'll encourage people, log into Bible engagement. You can either print it or use your tablet, and we're going to meet every Thursday for the next eight weeks to discuss this. Let's do lesson one for next week, okay? That's the Bible in, in, in a nutshell. The other part of Bible engagement is they're going to be working in partnership with a Bible program. Uh, I think it's BibleSoft. 
and uh, uh, PC Study Bible, I'm sorry. Uh, and so a pastor will be able to get a reduced subscription to a very good Bible software package as their church becomes part of the Bible Engagement app. So uh, uh, our National Assistant Superintendent, uh, Pastor Rick DeBose, is really kind of leading the charge on this. He and his team will be in Columbus on April 21st, and they'll be able to give you a much better description and be able to answer more questions in regards to that. But we would encourage you, if at all possible, to have someone from your church, a pastor, associate pastor, key lay leader, uh, try to attend this. And uh, it, it'll be a very, we, we just see a need, and again, going back to making disciples, 250,000 disciples, not converts, disciples. We feel like we need to have some better tools that allow people to move from a convert into a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. And this is just another tool, another resource that we feel will be available to us to move that convert into a discipleship relationship. So now you have a question. So I want you to be aware of this. Uh, and uh, I just feel like, again, it's a tool, it's a resource that we think many of our churches will be interested in. You know, logos. I'm sorry. Yeah, logos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's logos. Yeah. You know, uh, no, I, I really think it, it'll be both. Okay. It, it'll be a personal tool that would allow an individual uh, devotionally, scripture reading and so forth. But, uh, and again, um, I had the privilege of being at what we call Discipleship Well in Springfield, Missouri, four or five months ago. And we're bringing that team into the network too later this year. And everyone... Almost everyone, but almost everyone in our national office that has discipleship tools was at that discipleship well conference. Okay, so we had people from women's ministries, men's ministries, children's ministries, and if I heard correctly, they want to funnel all of their resources into Bible engagement so that if the men's department is creating some discipleship tools, somebody could access them through Bible engagement. If the women are creating it, they want to funnel that into. So I'm understanding it's, it's not either or, it's both. It's both. And right now it's a matter of what's out there. And instead of me and having to go to men or women or whatever, how can all of that come back to a funnel that I can log into? I could type a search word in. Hey, I'm looking for something for the Gospel of John. Well, I might get three pieces but which one of those would be the best for what I'm doing right now? Does that? Yeah, then they provide that coming back to you. And they would provide those studies. They would provide the leader and or the student curriculum. And the connection. That's what I'm understanding. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, and right now, the price that they're talking about would be a, basically a dollar per person. 
So if I felt like I needed 20 for my church group, it would be $20 a month. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, whatever it is, it's basically a dollar, which allows you, you know, right. And you could go up to 60 or 70, but it's going to equate out to a buck a person in regards to how you would sign up. And then I think it's an additional $20 per month for whatever the Bible, the logos is and so forth. So, uh, and that's my quantity right now. I've used the same study Bible for before any of you were born, I obtained it. You know, computers, I, I got it when DOS was popular, okay? So <laughs> I'm being a little facetious. Some of you don't even know what DOS is. Uh, but, I, I mean, I've used the same. So I really don't want to switch my Bible study, you know, because I've used I mean, you know, and so that's my big thing right now. Do I want to sign up for this? Because I really don't want, but anyway. So that's my understanding. I think they're still fleshing some of this out. Uh, but I, again, I think there's a tension right now because we, we, we don't want to see the same trend of biblical literacy, literacy declining. We want to engage with our, particularly our younger people to where we can provide a vehicle that, that they'll latch onto and be interested in. Uh, and we're just the national office and we've got to address this problem. We've got to address this problem. And right now, this Bible engagement seems to be what they're moving toward or focusing in. So uh, some of those questions could be answered more specifically on April 21st. Anything else? Anybody else? Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I think lunch is next for...